Well, all right. Welcome back to the Modern Dealer Business Development Podcast for September 7, 2023. All things automotive business development all the time. Today, of course, is no exception. I am your host. I'm BDC Colin Thomas. Um, I'm chuckling because there is a um, an ad that just popped up on my LinkedIn feed for the very dealership that has recently gone out of business. We're talking today about uh, a dealership that many of you, maybe even most of you, have heard of. I'm talking about OFO, otherwise known as Off Lease Only. Um, this is one of the larger independents in the country. It's a Florida-based company. They operate five rooftops. Um, uh, West Palm, Broward, Bradenton, Miami, and Orlando. They, it's also worth noting they did a fair amount of business online as well. These guys were, um, as uh, as Chris uh, Chris Hawaii. I'm not going to slaughter your last name, Chris, but um, Chris Hawaii um, posted this morning. Very interesting. OFO is easily one of the most unethical dealerships I've ever seen in my 20 years, but they were also a powerhouse. You're right. They were a powerhouse, but they were certainly one of the more unethical dealerships I've seen in my 10 plus years in this business. I wonder if there, this was a money shortage close, a lawsuit, a buyout. If you're in Florida, you know OFO. Stay tuned. That's right. If you're in Florida, you know OFO. And if you're in the business and you're in Florida, you probably know how they carried themselves um, as far as ethics or the lack thereof. Um, so... I have some thoughts, some feelings, some opinions. Uh, I have two cents that I want to share with y'all about why I think they're gone. Um, and But before I get there, I want to talk with you about their press release, and I want to share that with you. Um, so Offle- this is their press release. Uh, Offlease Only has initiated an orderly wind-down of its business over the coming weeks. We will be taking various steps to responsibly shut down our operations and liquidate assets. We anticipate the wind-down will take approximately 30 days to complete. They go on to say, as most of you know, unprecedented changes to the automotive retail landscape over the last few years has resulted in unanticipated challenges and competitive pressures for independent used vehicle dealers. We have been significantly impacted by the scarcity of inventory and inflated prices stemming from the disruptions in the supply chain. Elevated pricing and rising interest rates have further deteriorated conditions in the automotive retail market, weakening consumer demand and affordability. Industry headwinds coupled with the decreased affordability of used cars has put us in an incredibly difficult position that we must start winding down our operations. Our leadership team has been working tirelessly to reduce costs and expand our access to inventory so that we could compete more effectively and implement prudent cost management in the current environment. However, despite our efforts and achievements, we were unable to overcome these challenges. Uh, We have been impacted by the unprecedented changes in the used automotive retail landscape over the last few years that resulted in significant challenges and competitive pressures for independent vehicle dealers. We have been significantly impacted by the scarcity of inventory and inflated prices stemming from disruptions in the supply chain. Elevated pricing and rising interest rates have further deteriorated conditions in the automotive retail market, weakening consumer demand and affordability. Industry headwinds coupled with the decreased affordability of used cars has put us in an incredibly difficult position that we must start winding down our operations. Will there be layoffs as a result of this announcement? Unfortunately, as part of the wind-down process, we have had to make the difficult but necessary decision to eliminate all of the positions in our company. 
For all of our associates, September 7th, 2023 is the last day of work at the company. However, for most of our associates, September 6th, 2023 is their last physical day with the company. A small transition team will be asked to continue to support OLO's wind down for a temporary period between September 7th, beyond rather September 7th, but these arrangements will ultimately be eliminated as well at the conclusion of the wind down. How does this announcement impact day-to-day operations at Offlease only? We have ceased sales operations and will be closed to the general public indefinitely. So, yeah, um... Now, off-lease only um, is an interesting company for a number of reasons. One, for well over a decade, they haven't leased cars, and none of their cars are off-lease cars. In fact, the overwhelming majority of their vehicles were wrecked cars. <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. That's that that was their that was their demographic. That was their that was the way that they. Um, procured inventory that was cost effective, that was, you know, high um, profit. Um, and oftentimes they did this, you know, using title washing. Um, the customers did not know what they were, you know, really what they were getting. Um, and honestly, the consumer experience and, and, and their reviews reflect it. I mean, when I look at, the, and I'm looking at, you know, all of their reviews from, like Miami, for example, their Miami store has a 2.8 rating on Yelp. Um, you know, I, I'm going through their their reviews here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six of their last reviews are one star reviews. I mean, doesn't that tell you something? I go to their Fort Lauderdale location, 3.6. Again, same same situation. Um, one 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 star. Two, three, four. Five, six. I mean, folks, the writing's on the wall. Um, their Bradenton location, 2.7. Their West Palm, 2.4. Their Orlando, 2.7. You know, and it doesn't really get any better. Um, their presence was so horrible that they had to disable Google ratings. You know, I mean, that says a lot when you're not even showing your Google ratings. Um, you know, so when Offlease only reached out to me back in, I want to say early, um, it was sometime in 2019. If I'm not mistaken, it was after they were they were bought. Um, and I remember uh, looking under the hood, kind of shopping them seeing what they were about. They were unhappy with their, at the time, current business development structure. And they had a pretty impressive one at that, um, if I'm being honest. I mean, this was, is the, I mean, type of, you know, project that really gets my blood pumping. I mean, I get excited about this kind of stuff when, you know, we're talking, I think they had upwards of 30 or maybe even upwards at one point of, of, of 40 or 50 um you know, employees in their BDC. And if I'm not mistaken, it was based out of, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was based out of the West Palm. uh, It was based in West Palm. It was a standalone, freestanding, um, in-house BDC. It was a very impressive operation from a, you know, from a a size standpoint from, you know, um, but Everything after that was just a joke. 
Um, I remember not seeing eye to eye with the um, the president and, and, and CEO of Offlease Only, um, and you know he was paying his people garbage. I mean, he was he was he was treating his people like garbage. He was constantly going through people. It was a revolving door. Um, he was paying his people, I think, twelve dollars an hour, and the incentives above and beyond that in the BDC really didn't account for more than like 10 or at the very most 20% over above and beyond their hourly. So there was really no opportunity to make much more than like 14 or $15 an hour. That was it. And, you know, everything just kind of came, I mean, it was, it was the fact that they didn't really, they didn't try to hire the right people. They didn't really try to train the people they did hire they didn't offer them any ongoing coaching. They 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 weren't holding to them their people to any standards. And what do you know? The customer interaction was very robotic with their people because you know they were just hiring warm bodies because they were replacing them anyway. So I told you know I told Mark Fisher um, at the time I said, look, there's a lot of things going on. They had their their website pricing locked so that a customer had to submit a lead had to submit their first, last name, their phone number, their email address, just to be able to see pricing that 99% of other dealers make readily available, you know, without having to submit an internet inquiry. Um, you know, and I remember, you know, the whole thing on their on their webpage that said, you know, uh, to, in order to prevent competition from undercutting us, we have to lock our website. And I remember sharing, you know, how just how goofy of an experience that is for a customer. And then not to mention the fact that all that does is clutter up your CRM with a bunch of bad data. It's a bunch of erroneous data. You got people putting in Mickey Mouse and Michael Jackson just to be able to see your pricing, which in the end turns out to be not that competitive. I mean, their claims to fame was that they were a non-competitive sales environment. There was no, you know, haggling. Um, but that wasn't the case. It, it wasn't a seamless experience. You know, you look at the reviews, not only the employer or excuse me, not only the consumer reviews, but then you go, you know, on like Indeed and you look at their, uh, you know, employee reviews. The employee reviews speak volumes about, you know, the the typical employee experience with with the company. I mean, they're sitting right now. If you go to Indeed and you look at off lease only's employee reviews, they're sitting at a, you know, a 2.9 out of five. Now. I don't know which one is worse, having a 2.9 employee satisfaction rating or not responding to a single one of them. But, you know, they didn't bother to respond to a single employee review ever. And, I mean, half of them are just abysmal. This is These are some of the first reviews, I mean, on the first page. Uh, 2.0, I guess it could be worse. 1.0, working for this company will induce trauma. 1.0, better off working somewhere else, plus get used to working 65 plus hours a week. 2.0, multiple jo- jobs for the price of one and extremely bad management. I mean, 2.0, poor management and poorly run. I could keep going on and on, but this is what all of their reviews look like. In fact, the only good reviews were probably written by management that were, you know, was trying to thwart the legitimate reviews on Indeed. So folks, you know, since Indeed is like the number one platform that many of us utilize to recruit talent, it would stand to reason that we would be concerned with ensuring that, you know, uh, we're maintaining a a company that uh, fosters happy team members. 
because a lot of these people go there and they write reviews. And those reviews, your overall score, I mean, there's a visual that shows up on the same ads that you pay to place ads on Indeed. So your prospective employees see this. And I shared that with them. You know, you got it. You, you have an image problem, not only with your customers, but you have an image problem with your employees. Um, they didn't change direction. They continued to burn through people. Uh, and ultimately, as we found out, um, you know, they've gone out of business. So while Chris, uh, Hawaii might be right, it might be a money shortage. It might be a lawsuit. It might be a buyout. It might be none of those. I really do believe that a good part of it is just bad business management. These people were not making anybody happy. They weren't keeping people. They had a um, they had a retention problem. These people were not keeping the employees they had happy. They weren't keeping the the customers they had happy. You know, at a time where dealership satisfaction is at an all time low, there's less uh, brand. Um, uh, loyalty than there ever has been before. And there's certainly almost no dealership loyalty. It's companies like this that give dealerships and and the automotive retail um, industry a a bad name, a bad reputation. And, you know, um, in that post that Christopher wrote, you know, um, one of the most unethical dealerships I've ever seen in my 20 years, um, you know, they're up there. I mean, I if you've been in this industry for a decade or longer, you're going to come across a really good amount of very unethical dealers. And I think we're going to continue to see a lot of these dealers um, for the balance of this year go away. I think we're going to definitely continue to see um, in 2024 some of these dealers close up. Um, And I think it's going to surprise many of you. The same people that aren't paying attention to your reviews, the same people that only respond to reviews to try to, you know, negate them and you're taking shortcuts, right? This stuff isn't sustainable. The, you know, these reviews or, or, or the, you know, ratings, um, 2.8, right? 3.6, 2.7, 2.4, That's with review manipulation. And that's exactly what's going on. You can't tell me anything other than that because I know how to spot it from a mile away. They, they, every time they got a bad review, they were writing, you know, three, three or four positive ones same day to, to overcome them. Um, that kind of stuff, it, I guess it works for the here and now, like in this rolling 30 day period. But that's the problem with our industry is that we're always hyper-focused about, you know, our rolling 30 days, but nothing beyond that. And this was a company that that continued to act recklessly with their employees, with their customers, with their image, uh, you know, with deceptive business practices, with deceptive, um, you know, marketing practices, with, you know, practices that... Customers didn't want to go through just to see their pricing, which, by the way, wasn't even that good. Um, Yeah, folks, I mean, this can easily happen to you. I hope that you're paying attention to the details that your your competition is looking over. If you worked for off-lease only, I want to talk to you. In fact, if you worked for off-lease only, I want to interview you, and I want to hear what your experience was working for the company. If you worked for off-lease only in the Business Development Center, I really want to talk to you and I'll tell you why. 
The funny thing is about the BDC is it's a highly undervalued part of the organization, but crazy as it is, all of these, you know, uh, piss ants <laughs> in this undervalued part of the organization, they typically tend to come across the garbage that you're trying to sweep under the rug. It's usually the BDC that ends up hearing about all of the bullshit that you do, all of the games you play, all of the deception. Those are the people that oftentimes have a better working knowledge of the real um, totality of you know deceptive business practices that a dealership may engage in because they're literally more on the front lines than your product specialists on the floor. So if you worked for um, OFO, if you were a rep, if you were a manager, if you were certainly a director, and definitely if you worked in the business development center, I want to hear from you. What was it like? How did you feel about working for this company? What were some of the things that they made you do that really you knew in your heart was wrong? How did they make you sell out? You know, because we've all been in that position where we 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 had to choose to you know do what our employer did that you know wasn't necessarily in line with what we would choose to do. But, you know, I mean, when you work for somebody else, you sometimes have to do what that other person wants you to do. I want to hear from you guys. What did this company do? What was the writing on the wall for you that you saw coming, that you knew that this was going to happen? Because I sure did. I didn't know when it was going to happen. But I still, to this day, I, I remember that email that I got back from Mark Fisher, CEO of, you know, um, the former off-lease only, um, when I politely declined to take them on as a client. And I remember how he boasted and bragged about how, you know, um, there's no place, you know, for me as a consultant with the number one dealership in the country. And, you know, um, I don't know how much more there is to say about that. You know, they weren't the number one dealership in the country at the time. They're certainly not. I mean, you know, they're the number zero dealership. So this is, this is what, you know, beating on your chest and saying, you know, hey, I'm the number one dealership in the country. That's what it does to you. That's how dangerous these, you know, these ego statements are. They, they just, all they do is they, you, you continue to, to have your blinders on um, talking about how great you are. Well, you know, you're not even aware that your empire is collapsing on itself. This was a big organization. This was a powerhouse that was moving a thousand plus vehicles a month. Um, and they're gone. They're wiped off the earth. Now, somebody may buy them up. Somebody, you know, they might change their name. Um, and sadly enough, they will probably, you know, um, <laughs> there's a very good chance if that happens that, you know, it'll just be another name and, you know, they'll continue doing business the way they've maybe been doing business to some degree. Everybody has their games. Everybody has their own ways that they play games and, and, and you know, play the deception game. Um, you know, theirs was that, you know, the overwhelming majority of the inventory that they messed with was um, they were frame damaged cars. You know, the, the titles would be washed and the customer really wouldn't know. And, um, 
And, you know, we've seen this over and over and over and over, but I think that we're going to see it more and more and more. You got to be on your game. You got to be looking at your customer reviews. Don't forget about Yelp because it's what shows up on an iPhone when somebody goes to plug your address in or your business name on on Yelp. If you don't believe me, go do it yourself on your iPhone. Don't forget about um, your team member reviews. Don't forget to go to Indeed and look and see what your people are saying about you. Um, and, uh, you know, make sure that you're responding to them, but more importantly, make sure that you're actually caring enough to, uh, be willing to have a real honest conversation with yourself about, you know, gee, if, if, you know, if I have such a low employee satisfaction and, you know, all these people are saying the same things year over year, maybe there is a legitimate problem. Um, and it's what these folks weren't paying attention to. You know, um, consumer experience, why, you know, having their website locked so that, you know, people couldn't see their pricing. Little things like that, that nobody really kind of puts together. But um, while there's more to this story than just, you know, bad customer experience, bad employee experience, these, these indicators are just that. They're indicators of you know, a business that's not, that, that's not thriving. And that is why they reached out. It's actually interesting because the director of training actually reached out to me. And when she reached out to me, I remember, I mean, it's very rare. I can count on, on, on just a couple fingers. And I don't know that I can off the top of my head count on another finger, to be honest with you, off the cuff um, of, a, of, a, of a training director that's reached out to me. And, and, you know, the training director reached out to me for help. Um, and, and I knew something was off when that happened because, you know, your training director is the one that's supposed to, I mean, they're the one that's supposed to have all their shit together. Um, and their training director was reaching out to me because probably, um, you know, Mark Fisher wasn't listening to her, (laughs) um, about all these things. And, you know, um, probably there's some other people, but you know, I'm not the guy that you, I'm not the yes, man. I'm not going to tell you everything you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Um, and, uh, you know, over the years, people have, you know, made comments about how, you know, I talk, you know, what about car dealers? It's not the truth. Um, I talk shit about shit dealers and that's what this was. And if it, you know, offends you, then maybe there's there's something to look at within yourself because maybe you're doing things that are unsustainable. Maybe you're doing deceptive things. Maybe your team members aren't happy. Maybe you have a poor employee satisfaction rating on Indeed. Maybe you have a really bad rating on Yelp. And, you know, those of you that get pissed off and say, oh, fuck Yelp. Yelp's just fucking rigged. No, they're not rigged. You just suck. And if you don't turn your shit around... You're going to be out of business like OFO. It's all the time I got for today. If you are a former employee of Off-Lease Only, I want to hear from you. Whether you worked, um, regardless of what location you worked at, their Palm Springs, their Broward, their Bradenton, Miami, Orlando. If you were a salesperson, a BDC person, if I, I want to hear from you. I want to talk with you. And if you have something compelling to share, I'm going to share your story because I think that we need to start talking about this stuff. Um, folks, we only have so much time to turn this around and... Uh, I think the clock is ticking. So if you're somebody that worked for Off Lease Only, I want to hear from you. It's all the time I got. Until next time, guys.